Hi guys, I hope you're doing well. Uh, my name is Joanna Career Coach. I'm excited to be doing yet another podcast. With me today, I have Mike Oteno. Mike, uh, karibu sana. Thank you very much. Excited to finally be on this famous show. <laughs> Alright, so today we're going to be talking about something that is very useful and that is personal branding. Whether you're a professional or you've just started a, a, a business or you're actually doing both, you're employed but you have this side gig, personal branding is so important. And I think Mike, you know, is the best person um, to have this conversation with because uh, Mike is um, a co-founder of Wowzy and he's going to be telling us a little bit about that. And so I can not wait to dive into this conversation and to start us off my can you just uh, tell us who you are uh, and what you do thank you very much Joanne for having us um, Wowzy is the platform that makes everyone an influencer and I'm very proud to be one of the co-founders the platform currently is serving clients across Kenya Uganda and Tanzania um, we have about 62,000 influencers and we are a proud job creator in the sense that we are offering content creation gigs for influencers across the region. I'm very happy to be here and I'll be sharing a lot more about what Wowzy does and how it can benefit you as a business owner, as an individual and as someone who's curious to build a digital brand. All right. So for, for someone who is listening or uh, are, are watching and they want a sidekick, uh, you said that, you know, it's a platform for influencers and anyone, you know, is an influencer. Right? Yeah, that's, that's the philosophy we have, that everybody has influence, irrespective of the number of followers you have on social media. So we have what we call nano-influencers, who are people with 250,000 followers. Yeah all the way to super influencers who are people with millions of followers. Yeah. So for us, we've created this platform that as long as you are on social media, there's something for you in Wazi. Right. And to give you an example, we have moms who are also on the side influencing, yeah. working with different brands at the comfort of their houses. We have taxi drivers who also work with us. We have dancers. Um, we also have celebrities, so at the same time, you shouldn't look at yourself and underestimate the value of the followers that you have on social media. There's a way you can collaborate with brands mm. and make some side income out of um, collaborations with platforms such as Wowzy. Right. So we are saying even if you have 1,000 followers and you're looking you know, for a side gig and you have an Instagram page, there's nothing that's stopping you from making some money off of social media, right? Precisely. There's nothing that stops you. You now have a chance to join the Wowsy platform. It's as simple as you know, downloading it on the Play Store, uh, going through a very simple KYC that we take you through, um, getting grooming and training on the Wowsy platform. And then, yeah, at the comfort of your phone, you'll be getting gigs. Um, inviting you to participate in different campaigns be it for you know telecommunication brands right. entertainment brands or even fmcg brands right and honestly i find that really like mind blowing and we're just talking about mom influencers um moms uh you know 
some of my clients who've been moms, if there's one challenge that they normally face is when they take some time to, you know, like give birth, uh, raise their kids, and then now they're looking to get into the job market, they find it very challenging. And I like, you know, like what you're saying that even if you're a mom and you're staying home, it is possible for you to do some work while you're still home and, and, and raising your children. Can you just tell us some of the work that you've been doing with momfluencers? Yeah, momfluencers are very close to Wowsy's hearts. I think moms are those people who, once they earn income on yeah. it's mm-hmm. actually spread through society. Yeah. To take care of the family, right. to take care of, you know, more people than themselves. So yeah. we, we find them very interesting. They're also very trustworthy mm-hmm. in the sense that when they find something that is helpful to them or their family, they're happy to spread it to other moms. Right. So they're very influential. Yes. And the last couple of months we've been having a concerted effort to bring on board more influencers mm-hmm. on the platform mm-hmm. as we saw a lot of demand from brands. Yeah. So think about it. influencers can influence fashion. Mm-hmm. You know, maternity fashion. Right. Uh, influencers can influence Pharmacies, mm-hmm. you know, like we've done work with Good Life Pharmacies, yeah. where they talk about, you know, how do they deal with different stages mm-hmm. of their of their child's growth yeah. and, and 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 you know growth and health. Mm-hmm. Um, we see influencers working with people like Nestle, yeah. talking about uh, nutrition mm-hmm. for kids mm-hmm. at various stages of their life. Mm-hmm. Um, hair, makeup, because yeah. you know it's not to say that when you are going through the uh, life-giving face, you shouldn't look good. Mm-hmm. So hair brands, fashion brands, mm-hmm. uh, makeup brands would really love to work with influencers. Yeah. Insurance, right. you know. Yeah, because then you have insurance kids. Insurance for your kids. They're yeah. starting to think about, you know, setting up a trust fund for the yeah. university. Mm-hmm. So all these things, you can think about influencers working with all these brands. Yeah. Um, and, and that's exactly what Wazi has been doing is organizing influencers, creating sessions where they learn how to create great content and then linking them with these different brands so right. that they can do something they love, something fun while, you know, going through life giving. Exactly. Um, yeah. All right. All right. So guys, if you're watching and listening and you have an Instagram account, whether you have a thousand followers or two thousand followers and you've been thinking of this side gig and you cannot you know seem to get a side gig you know i, I hope you're learning from uh, mike i hope you're going to go you know on play store uh, google uh, play store download the wazi app um uh, make a profile sign up and start earning uh, you know like some money start making some money on the side so today we are going you know we are talking about personal branding and specifically for professionals or even smes whether you are employed uh you know like whether you just started a business or you're doing both having a personal brand is so important and i think you know uh, you are the co-founder of wowsy and uh the core business is on you know leveraging your social media right mm-hmm. So, can we talk about the importance of personal branding? Yes, I think that's a very good question. With the advent of the internet and, you know, social media is one of the ways we are connecting with each other, it's almost as if if you don't have a digital brand, you're non-existent. Exactly. Right? And so people want to <laughs> yeah. know you exist. Yes. They want to interact with you. 
yeah. and you will be closed to the multitude of opportunities that are there in the digital world. Right. And I think I've heard now people are moving beyond even the internet to the metaverse. So if you've not even gone into the internet, you might be lost somewhere. So I think um, we can't over um, emphasize mm -hmm. the importance of having a digital brand. You yeah. need it in this world. Otherwise, you'll be closed on to many opportunities. Yeah. And dare I say, even if you feel, let know, for example, uh, Mike is the co-founder of Wowzy, and maybe Mike doesn't like social media and does not want to, you know, like to be in that space. You are better off hiring someone to help you with that presence as opposed to not being there completely, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we live in a world where a Twitter post can be able to crash the stock prices. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so we've seen companies where, you know, I don't know, Elon Musk says something mm. and either, you know, everybody's downloading signal now because mm. he said it. Mm. So the power of the digital brand. Yeah. Um, yeah, I say even the individual mm. digital brand, and you see it even in companies. Yeah. Where companies are looking at the engagement they're getting from their official page yes versus the engagement they're getting from the ceo's page mm. and it was part there's yeah. more engagement with the ceo's page mm. compared to the company page right. the company page it's impersonal exactly it's, not it's just there exactly but when they see the ceo is doing you know podcast he's, he's tweeting mm. he's writing articles mm. he's appearing in webinars mm. then they relate and connect more yes so it's very important for large companies for small and medium companies mm. for even sole proprietorships right. to be able to build this digital brand very deliberately yeah um not being there is bad enough mm. being there and not doing it well is not also um, helping anyone so it's it's almost the way I like thinking about it is think of how do you crawl walk run and fly in social media yes so so crawling is as easy as starting to create those pages yes um, making sure they're clean uh, you know walking would be something like you know starting to post being more consistent thinking yeah. through your content yeah and flying which is where I would say John you are is now where you are very careful in terms of even investing in equipment, getting pro proper production around you, doing collabs with other podcasters yeah. and bloggers and so on and so forth. Yeah. So, so no one should be afraid to start yeah. and think of it more as a journey of brand building. And at each stage, there are things you're learning, there are things you're adding until you now you know, flying in digital. Yeah. It's giving you the full benefits yeah. that it has. Yeah, um, because I think we are saying certain important things here. We are saying that people, human beings are very relational. So I'm going to buy a product or service from Mike because I know Mike. Um, so people are going to buy you know, goods and services from people that they know and they like and they have you know, a certain rapport with. Mm -hmm. 
and, and and that is why you know like when, when you have um you know a, a social media presence you need to be like very relational in you know like in those different platforms you could have a LinkedIn profile but if you do not post or you, you're not creating any content you're not sharing anything you're not liking anyone's post then it, your your profile is actually hidden in the dark because a platform like LinkedIn, the algorithm of the LinkedIn profile is normally different from a platform like Instagram, for example. On LinkedIn, the profiles that are visible are the profiles of the people who have the most engagement. But then, you know, a platform like Instagram, you know, maybe you posted something um, maybe last week um, and then uh, today you post something else and it doesn't have any like likes and shares but i'm going to be able to see it because you know you posted something so different social media platforms have different algorithms and we need to know what these algorithms are so that then we are able to maximize them to the full uh, but then, you know, like understanding that people are relational, uh, you know, people are, human beings are relational and people are going to buy things and, and you know, um, buy goods and services from people that they know and they have a relationship with, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so we were also talking about uh, that, like, in companies, for example, you know, everyone uh, or all your uh, employees are influencers. Yes. Each and every person in your company is an influencer, so you 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 know you are better off you know like working with the people that you've had and those people that you know to grow your business. Can you talk a little bit about that, especially for SMEs? Exactly. So everybody talks about influencers, right? Yeah. And that name has been you know <laughs> abused. Been abused. <laughs> and a lot of the times, people the first instinct is for people to think. Uh, Kim Kardashian's so right. lifestyle influences, yes. which is very important. Yeah, the followers, because uh, there's talking yeah, about them exactly. because of the followers. Talking yeah. about them because of the followers and also the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It's seen as flashy, uh, you know, going to hotels and fancy places. But if you think about it deeper, there are a couple, actually two sets of influencers that are hugely underestimated. Mm -hmm. The first one are your own employees. Yeah. These are people who are already enrolled in the vision. Mm. They understand your product better than anybody of you, sometimes even more than the owner. Yeah. They are the frontline workers. Right. They know the pain points of the customers. Mm. They deal with them every day. Mm. Um, but rarely do we think of them as influencers. Yeah. In fact, when you're talking about influencer budgets, they you're thinking don't. about external windows. Exactly. Don't think about think their own. So we started something at what we call Starfluencers. Oh. Where we are helping companies to turn their own employees into, into influencers. It's a whole program. Okay. They get enrolled, they do a masterclass, mm -hmm. we bring all these other top influencers to coach and mentor them. Right. And then they start creating content. Okay. Like a good example is something we're doing with Safaricom. Okay. Uh, where we are calling it the Starfluencer program mm -hmm. and it's focused on customer obsession. Mm -hmm. So as a company, mm -hmm. they've decided that their biggest goal will be to become very obsessed with customers. Oh, okay. There's no way mm -hmm. you will achieve customer obsession if the employee workforce is not enrolled. Right. So the first thing is to enroll a pool of influencers 
who will drive customer obsession internally mm. and eventually start trickling down this into their social media profiles. Mm. So it's a very fun project. Yeah. Out of 6,000 employees, I think 250 have enrolled. Mm-hmm. And it's an amazing case study we'll be sharing very soon yeah. so that we take this model yeah. and you know take it to the SME. How many employees do you have? Five? Ten? Mm-hmm. How can they all be actively engaged? Yeah. in terms of promoting your brand. So that's the one underestimated one. Mm-hmm. The second underestimated influencer is your own customers. Right. So people forget that word of mouth is the reason they're where they are. Mm-hmm. The reason Joanne, the career coach, blew out or you know became the biggest thing in career and growth in Kenya is because one person who had a good experience talk to another, yeah. who talks to another, mm. and talk to another. Yeah. So those are your core customers. Right. And again, I think people are not using their own customers enough mm. as influencers. Okay. They're not using their employees, they're not using their own core customers. Right. And those are two sets of cohorts or groups yeah. that an SME can immediately deploy yeah. even before going out there to find, um, you know, an influencer, an influencer to pay. To pay. Uh, you know, the one for uh, employees is very clear, but how can um, an SME, you know, or someone with a small business use their customers to grow their brand? So like for me, for example, what I normally do when I get, you know, when a client comes back and says, you know, you did a CV for me and I got this job, I always post that feedback. So that Mm -hmm. is what I do. But what are other things that someone who has a company can do you know, so that then their 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 customers are helping them to build and grow their brand. Yeah, I think this is where technology and platforms such as Wowzy comes in. Yeah, because it can really help you to begin grouping uh, your best customers mm-hmm. and running campaigns with them. Mm-hmm. I am, um, I don't know, I've been joined career fight or whatever. Uh-huh. Right? So I can picture every time one of your customers has gone through your experience and they're happy. They yeah. have a simple placard, placard. Ah. that says, I'm joined fight, or whatever. Okay. I mean, joined career fight. All right. <laughs> it's a very simple campaign. Yeah. But over time, you mm-hmm. start seeing, oh, uh, fashionable segment was career fight. Uh, okay. Mike was career uh, fight. Uh-huh. And then it becomes something viral. Yeah. And especially when you're dealing with um, this type of campaigns, uh, for customers, you make them very simple. Mm-hmm. The simple as the placard. Yeah. The simple as, you know, for this week, we have, I don't know, it's Black John Carriers, Black Friday. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 50% off. Mm-hmm. And then you tell your customers to drive that message. They have posters. Okay. They're putting it on their WhatsApps. Mm-hmm. They're changing their profile pictures to celebrate you know, this 50% off week. So yeah. there are very many ways yeah. uh, that you can tap into them just for them to also spread this message. Okay, but what is going to make me as a client yeah. want to promote, um, you know, uh, you know, this person that I've bought something from, even if it was good, mm-hmm. and you see, it's not that they give me a discount. I, I paid the full amount. So like, you know, for example, maybe you're selling watches. Yes. Then I come and sell, you know, I buy a watch from you and I really love the watch and I wear the watch. What is going to make me want to promote you and I fully paid for the watch? Yeah. What 
we are not forgetting is customers are doing it anyway. Yeah. They're already talking about it. Yeah. They had a good service, they mm. had a fantastic service. Mm. They're talking about it. Yeah. And that's why someone will say, oh, Joanne has recommended by so-and-so. Because mm. the good service that you provide inherently is good enough for them to spread the message. Mm. If the service is bad, it's a different story. Yeah. Because they'll be like, ah, I didn't really like the service. Mm. Mm. But if the service is good, yeah. you, what you'll find is that already this type of word of mouth is already taking place, mm. which is fascinating. So what you're bringing is not trying to pull them into doing something they're not doing. Yeah. You're just organizing it. And that's the piece that's missing. Mm -hmm. You're organizing very deliberate campaigns, mm -hmm. giving your customers short snippets, posters, content that they can distribute. You're making their life easier, they're making their life better. And if you like, you can add an incentive of yeah. some sort where yeah. you either compensate them for, for doing what they're doing, or you give them some award, or give them some tokens. So there's multiple ways to build this model. Yeah. Uh, that's already happening. Yeah. That's the sense I get. Yeah. Um, I like what you said about an incentive, because then, you know, um, the, then if you're giving an incentive, then people might be, you know, more encouraged to share, even like that placard, yes. or, you know, to, to put up a status on their WhatsApp. Mm -hmm. Um, and because then they know if if I do X Y Z, maybe I'm going to come back and get a cover letter, or I'm going to come back and or I get a point, a point, and if, you know if these points reach a certain number, I can be able to redeem these points for something. Yeah. But I also like that you've said it's something you know it's a strategy that you want to think that you can really use your the customers that you currently have yeah. to grow your presence and to grow your brand uh, because you know one customer is going to talk to another to another to another. And, and, becomes this big thing. So again, on um, as we continue the discussion about personal branding, what are some other things that a small, you know, an, an SME or someone with a small business can do to leverage their social media to grow their presence online? Yeah, I think um, ultimately what SMEs care about is increasing their top line. Right. We sales. want to increase sales. Numbers. You know, how do we increase numbers? How yeah. do we ensure that you know more people know about my product and service mm. and what you find in social media is there's a lot of noise so you can easily be lost right and i think that's where your strategy comes in and you think about how do we how do we stand out in terms of the market how do we mm. use the different digital tools that are in existence to drive mm -hmm. um you know um uptake and awareness of our products. Mm -hmm. I've seen a few examples. I think High Styles mm -hmm. has really impressed me. Uh, they're a shop, I would imagine, in town selling ladies' clothes. And they have, you know, curated models who go in and every day they're wearing clothes mm -hmm. and, and promoting it through Instagram Reels. Yeah. Instagram Reels are fairly new. Mm -hmm. um, and therefore, the algorithm really favors people who are consistent. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and unlike other parts of Instagram, mm. I don't have to be following you to see your reel. Mm. So the reel is spread out even more widely mm. than others. Mm. So I think for SMEs is to look at these unique tools. If you're selling clothes, how can you begin even using your own customers as the models? Yeah. And every time they come to your shop and they're trying out clothes, they do a reel. 
Yeah. And over time, these reels go viral. Yeah. They always have a call to action. They always have a link to how do you buy and so on and so mm. forth. That would be quite quite interesting. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing is to ride on the wave. Like this is Black Friday in November. Mm. It's a global thing. Mm. It's happening every time. Mm. How can you as an SME think about these holidays? Because mm. they were curated very deliberately. Mm. That's why Valentine's everybody wears red and yeah. flowers are sold. Yeah. Um, and Black Friday, there's always discounts. Mm. Christmas is coming. Um, if you are in the healthcare space, mm. there's men health man, mm. there's women's health man. Yeah. So how do you look at the year calendar mm. and write on all these different activities that are going on mm. to amplify some messages, mm. to have discounts going mm. and to increase your sales? Right. So I think digital offers that opportunity. Mm. And a lot of these tools are free. Yeah. Um, I don't know of many SMEs that are using Twitter spaces, mm. but Twitter spaces are very popular now, right now. Yeah where you can start engaging your employees and your staff and your customers mm. in weekly conversations mm. where you just talk about you know products and going on and twitter space is free yeah and if your staff know about it it will start going viral and viral and the customers know about it start going viral mm. so i think it's zooming in on the different social media tools that are available yeah and trying to leverage them okay whatsapp is another one that's underestimated mm -hmm. yet it's a super probably one of the most powerful social media platforms yeah because of various reasons mm -hmm. it's where you have the people you most trust mm -hmm. if i'm not on your phone book you'll never see my whatsapp status yeah so the people who see the groups you've joined are groups that you care about, mm. estate groups, um, church groups, church groups yeah. you know, chama women groups. chama groups. Mm. So how do you begin curating unique content pieces that are WhatsApp ready, yeah. that can easily be shared? Yeah. Uh, Kenyans love memes. Yeah. So as SMEs, we need to start becoming even more playful. Mm. We don't be too serious. Can you have memes that are shareable, yeah. that talk about your product in a very unique and fun and witty way? Mm -hmm. So those are things that you can begin doing with no cost. Yeah. Uh, just just having fun and, and leveraging social media. Yeah. And I like what you said about wittiness because then the other platform that is underestimated is TikTok. Exactly. And that's where, in fact, I, I think I was reading somewhere, um, if you want to advertise something today, you, you probably want to advertise it on TikTok mm -hmm. because then uh, you know like all of us are going through things and life is hard mm -hmm. so most people are going to TikTok for fun you know mm -hmm. like to have fun to just you're, you're going there for a laugh so as you're going there to you know look for something to make you laugh you end up seeing you know Mike is selling watches or you know Joseph is um, you know is um, is a tutor and he's offering uh, piano lessons and you know uh, so you might think that a platform like TikTok is for people who are not serious with life, but then, you know, it might be the platform that ends up opening you up. Can we also talk about TikTok? Yeah, TikTok is the uh, fastest growing social media in the world. Yeah. It's, it's, it's breaking so many records. Right. It's just hit a billion people. Mm -hmm. um, it was initially dismissed as, you know, a kid's platform. Right. I'm not on TikTok. Yeah. But over time, we're seeing more different age groups yes. joining TikTok. Mm. Again, 
people go to TikTok for various reasons. One big one is entertainment. So yes. they're going to, you know, release, release, release pressures of life mm. uh, just by scrolling and watching entertaining things. Mm. And if they see something they like, they share it right. on WhatsApp. Mm -hmm. So TikTok not only has that entertainment angle that draws so many people, it also has the highest shareability. Yeah. Because if you think how easy it is to share a TikTok video, that's ah. not the same for other platforms. Yeah. So when you advertise on TikTok or you put up something on TikTok, yeah, it's likely it will be seen on Facebook, it will be seen on WhatsApp Instagram. and Instagram. Because mm. the best ones go viral and mm. are redistributed and mm. recreated. Mm. Again, it's also about riding on the the wave. Again, on TikTok, you'll find there's always a challenge of yeah. sorts. Yeah. So, you know, scroll through the different hashtags, look at a challenge. Is there anyone that can resonate with what you're trying to talk about? Mm. Um, like, you know, for, for service industry, motivation has become a very interesting category on TikTok, mm. where you see someone will use 15 to 30 seconds to give a very motivational conversation or talk, mm. and those go viral. Mm. So, so I think that's that's the other thing that's very, very much underused. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing that people underuse across all platforms is lives. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, yes. the world is moving live. Yeah. More. Yeah. Live is something that people, I mean, when you're going through your Instagram or your TikTok, someone goes live, it doesn't matter what they're doing. Oh, exactly. Yeah. They could be, they're just, <laughs> I'm here drinking water. That's all that I'm doing. Yeah. And you and see, guys. <laughs> And they want to see what you are up to. So how can we leverage the excitement with lives? Mm. Seeing things live. Think about it. The best things that draw the biggest audiences are live. Yeah. You know, Miss Universe or Miss World mm. is live. Mm. World Cup. Yeah. It's live. The finals, whatever, mm. is live. Mm. Um, you know, Super Bowl, which is now the biggest, you know, one of the biggest advertising opportunities in the US, it's live. Mm -hmm. So now we've democratized lives. Mm -hmm. It's something that people almost have an inherent need to go watch a live. Yes. So how do you use it as, a, as an SME to, yeah. to talk about uh, your products, mm -hmm. to connect with your customers, yeah. Deeper, yeah. to become a bit vulnerable, mm -hmm. to, 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 to be authentic. So there's right. a lot of opportunities around the live right uh, that can be leveraged right and i think uh from what i'm getting uh, from you is you really need a social media strategy mm -hmm. you cannot go in blindly because there are all these moving parts mm -hmm. there's so much going on you know like what is trending today is not going to be trending tomorrow yeah. and 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 especially what advice would you give to uh, to someone who struggles with social media? So, I've you know I've come and I've watched uh, and listened to Mike talking about you know, all these things that I need to do, but I'm really not social media savvy. Mm -hmm. and, and you see, and I need these things to grow my audience, to grow my numbers. What advice would you give to such a person? Mm -hmm. I think the first one is uh, learn, 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 learn. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of material that you can be able to just learn in terms of what are the best practices, yeah. especially for small and medium enterprises. Mm -hmm. I think that's one big thing that you need to do mm -hmm. is really learn. Um, the second thing is probably finding help. Yeah. Um, there's multiple ways. I think one way is to partner with uh, universities. I know some SME who 
you know, partnered with Africa Digital Media Institute, mm -hmm. or they go to Daystar School of Design, mm -hmm. um, and they find students who are still in the second or third year. Yes. Remember, students are here experts. Right. By virtue of their age, yes. they spend so many hours on social media. Exactly. Exactly. So they are able to tap into their brilliance. Yeah. And have them even intern with you. Mm. You'll be surprised how much value they give you as a business. Yeah. As it grows and becomes even more professional, mm -hmm. there's multiple firms that provide, you know, digital as a service mm -hmm. in a box. Mm -hmm. So whatever your budget, they're able to give you so many design pieces. Yeah. Uh, you know, a social media manager, mm -hmm. page manager. So that's also one way to think about it. But you know, start small and then as you go deeper and deeper, start getting help yeah. to to really optimize the digital opportunity okay and and um how about now a professional so you know you're a finance person you are in marketing you're in hr um how do you grow your brand so that, you know so that then it, uh, it works for you in terms of getting jobs and getting yourself out there in front of hiring managers linkedin will be the best platform for this i think linkedin was designed for the professional yes to build meaningful relationships mm -hmm. with other people mm -hmm. in the professional world. And you need a very powerful or clean LinkedIn page. Uh, you need to have a complete profile, mm -hmm. simple things like a powerful photo, yes. blah, 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 that's yeah. clear. Mm -hmm. um, and then the next thing is to leverage different tools on LinkedIn yeah. to be able to be visible. As you mentioned, the algorithm favors people who are active. Exactly. So doing posts, uh, simple things like polls. Yeah. People don't use polls and mm. it's simple. Mm. You might have something, a question you've always wondered yeah. within your industry and you ask it, you have multiple choices yeah. that people answer. Mm -hmm. um, LinkedIn also allows you to be able to write articles. Mm -hmm. So if you're a good writer, you can be able to write articles and so on and so forth. Yeah. So being very active, I have a friend who, you know, was working for the largest telcos. He became very active on uh, LinkedIn. Then you know Facebook reached out. Okay. Yeah, now he's working in Ireland. Um, you know, greener pastures. Oh wow! But he attributes his to his digital presence. Yes. Because otherwise, these yeah. headhunters yeah. would have never even thought of him. Mm -hmm. There are many more people who are more qualified than him. Yes. But he was out there. Mm -hmm. They were hiding. Yeah. So an opportunity struck. Mm -hmm. He was one of the people who was shortlisted. Went through this heavy digital. Uh, you know. Um, interview mm -hmm. and now he's in Ireland okay. doing very well mm -hmm. um, yeah all right um, and and um, so recently I think uh, this year they introduced something on TikTok called the TikTok CV mm -hmm. the TikTok video CV so you actually record yourself under one minute mm -hmm. saying who you are what you do what your capabilities are and you know your value proposition so we are moving you know, towards a time when even other platforms are going to be, you know, uh, important like like TikTok. Um, you can actually also just do a short video and put the video on your uh, on your featured section on TikTok. Or like now, for example, most uh, uh, most powerful people or most uh, like CEOs and CFOs and CTOs they are on Twitter. So you are actually uh, uh, you have high chances of a CEO responding to your inbox if you message them on Twitter, for example, as opposed to LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Because 
on LinkedIn, you, you'll find HRs mm-hmm. and, and, you know, uh, recruiters. But like the hiring managers, the decision makers are on a platform like Twitter. Mm-hmm. So that you are also thinking about how you want to use these other platforms. Mm-hmm. Because then uh, most people are actually not on Twitter. Like for one reason or the other, maybe they find it difficult to use. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that means that if you message, you know, like a CEO or someone influential on Twitter, they have high chances of responding because maybe on LinkedIn they have a million messages mm-hmm. and on Instagram they have a million uh, messages. Um, so the last thing I want us to talk about is, uh, you know, the people who feel they don't share so much on social media. Yeah. Um, what would you say is, you know, wh- where do you draw the line? Uh, yeah. yeah, you know, as an SME, you know, I want to uh, grow my business. I, I need to do all these videos. So where do I draw the line? Yeah, I think um, it's very important to draw the line. Mm-hmm. It's very important to draw the line um, and know what you're willing to, to share and what you're not willing to share. Yeah. That's partly what you'd be doing when you're strategizing and deciding that, you know, uh, like personally, my socials are mainly for professional. Mm-hmm. Um, I use it mainly for my professional conversations and outlook, as opposed to my personal life. Yeah, and that's a decision that I made very strategically. Mm-hmm. Someone else may decide the opposite. Mm-hmm. I'll share my personal life and not share my profession. And mm-hmm. if not one is better than the other, mm-hmm. but I think you need to be very conscious mm-hmm. of what you're doing and how you're doing it. Uh, the internet never forgets. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, immediately you post something weird, mm. screenshots are already taken, yes. they're already distributed. Mm. So the internet never forgets. Mm. I think with that in mind, you should be very careful. You should have your, it's like investment, right? Mm. You have your risk appetite. So some person will be like, ah, I don't know, banks might fall, so yeah. the risk appetite is so low. Mm. Another will put it in the bank and be okay with small interest rate. Another will be like Forex and crypto and just go crazy, right? So the same way you think about your social media is what in the spectrum of your risk appetite, Mm. where do you fall? Yeah. And depending on what you, where you fall, Mm. you can be as open or Mm. as closed as you as as needed. Uh, It's very important to have that conversation with yourself very early on. Exactly. So, Mike, as we wind up, uh, what are your parting shots? I think my parting shot is digital is here to stay. Mm-hmm. You cannot afford as a small and medium enterprise or as a professional not to leverage it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're missing out a lot if you are what I consider internet dark in the sense that you're just on the background. Yeah. The second thing that I think is a lot of us have imposter syndrome. So mm-hmm. you're like, ah, let me just stay in the back. Yeah. And you know, you don't need to have imposter syndrome. Start small. No one is telling you that you'll have everything figured out. But just start small, start growing uh, consecutively. The best learnings are done by doing. Yeah. So we might be here, we give you all the tips, unless you do it yourself you won't experience the results that we are talking about. Mm-hmm. And then seek help when needed. Again, there's many experts on this stuff. And a lot of the times the expert is your teenage daughter in the house. Yes. It's True. your sister, your nephew, your yeah. niece. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a CEO who is now 
doing killer content on Instagram mm-hmm. that he's doing out to the nephew. Oh. Uh, the nephew takes the phone, does all the images and yeah. you know, puts all the filters that are needed and so on and so forth mm-hmm. and gives him and he posts. So you look at his, his page, it's, it's, it's fascinating. Yeah. But that's where the um, mentoring comes in because we always think about mentors as being older mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. But yeah. now it's your junior or someone younger mm-hmm. mentoring you. Mm-hmm. Reverse mentoring, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. So social media is a chance for reverse mentoring. Mm-hmm. It's a chance to actually sit down with your sons and daughters and nephews and nieces mm-hmm. to understand what's hot, what's mm-hmm. happening, what's, what's, trending. what's trending. And then tap into their expertise and knowledge to grow yourself. Yeah. Yeah, so that would be my parting shot. All right. Great. Um, guys, I hope you have listened i hope you've uh, noted down what you need to do as mike is saying i think for me the greatest uh, takeaway is you need to be on social media if you are to grow your you, you know like your presence online uh you need a strategy you cannot you know just go in um uh, without a strategy you need to come up with a strategy get help if um you know you don't know your way around social media you can hire someone you can use as mike has said you know like your nephews um you, you know people who are younger than you they can be able to you know like mentor you so that then you're able to know what to do and what not to do i hope guys you found this session uh, beneficial thank you so much mike for making some time to come and for enlightening us on uh, this um you know, digital marketing space. We are really grateful. Uh, Thank you guys and see you next time.